0: Take is this? Like, how many takes have we tried to do this?
1: 6,599. This 6, is probably take 87. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, boy.
1: So, again, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I love you all. Thank, Thank you for <laughs> uh, We enjoy another special episode of Life with Franklin. I have two special guests here with me from a spectacular good amazing crazy unfiltered podcast called the fire and ice chronicles
2: oh yeah Uh, we're so unfiltered
1: (laughs) this is basically should have been the name is just unfiltered (laughs) but uh i have here just and tori from podcast fire and ice chronicles Yeah. so again we were we, oh, my gosh. I, I don't know what's going on with technology nowadays. We're on a roll. On the ball. But, uh, yeah.
2: First, first take is just going to be about how to keep your energy up. Second take is going to be how to keep your energy up during this COVID. Third take was COVID. Fourth take was COVID and technology. Fifth take was technology and technical difficulties. And now this take is I don't know what.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, see?
0: <laughs> it is one in the morning. We are thriving.
1: <laughs> yes, this is just one. And I have work moment. at
2: four a, four p.m. Not four a.m. God, I, I would die. Four p.m. Miles is working right now.
1: Yes, Miles is working.
2: He's working the graveyard.
1: Yep. <coughs> but. I don't even know. I don't even know what topic to even talk about now because it's. Yeah, I don't even know now. I, mean, I don't even know where to start.
0: I, don't know. I mean, I'm I'm just as stumped as you are. I mean, maybe we could just continue talking about. Because you did say that you wanted to talk about, in the other takes, about how quarantine has been affecting us physically, mentally, and emotionally. So, we could always use that as, like, a base point.
1: That is true. And we shall. We shall do that.
0: Yeah. So, um, so how have you been doing with everything?
1: Uh, honestly, with, with a lot going on here at work. um, And a lot going on outside.
2: Quarantined yet again.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. So funny story. Um, seventy-two hours ago. More than that. Probably more than that. But um, I went. To, what, what day did this did this even happen? I don't even remember.
2: I don't remember. The days are blurring together.
1: Probably on a Friday or a Saturday. I went to work.
2: Yeah. It was, no, it was Friday. It was Friday because okay. that was the day my client went in the hospital.
1: Right, got it. So, Friday, I went to work, and I had a major headache, and my body was hurting because I I didn't sleep well the night before. So, I go to work, you know, every place that is deemed essential has these screenings that you have to take before you start your job, before you start your day at work. Uh, They were asking questions like...
2: have you been anywhere? Are you? How are you feeling? Do you have any of these symptoms? Right. Have you traveled overseas in the last 14 days? How uh-huh. do you know anyone who's been experienced Who's been exposed?
1: Yeah, questions like things that. like that. But they're have adding, you been
2: tested?
1: Right, but they're adding like some of the symptoms. Are you feeling like these symptoms? Fatigueness, headache, uh, headaches, nausea, body aches, lost of taste, lost of smell. Uh, lost of hearing, loss of consciousness. Oh, boy. Your head. uh, Crazy, whatever, dumb stuff like that. Whatever. So I'm like, yeah, I just have a slight headache. And, you know, my body hurts a little bit. And as soon as I said that, stop, hold on. I got to go get the supervisor or I got to go get a manager. Can you step six feet apart, which I'm already six feet apart. So now I'm like six feet more apart from like my supervisor. Oh,
2: my
0: God.
1: So, he, he calls over the walkie for a, a manager. Another manager took 10 minutes just to come to show up. And he was like, yeah, like, we, you know, you, you have like two or the four symptoms. um, So we're gonna pay you for the day, but you have 72 hours to get to us, to, uh, to, to let us know by a work note if you're deemed able to work again, to come back to work. So I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. So I'll go home, go to the doctors. i go to urgent care, like a patient care. So i I go there. So then what happened the next day, technically Sunday. Um, I told them what happened. They were like, they were saying, well, you know, you seem fine, but if you have any symptoms within a 72-hour period, don't hesitate to come back. So they sent me home with a note stating that I have to stay quarantined for 72 hours. Um, If anything, come back. And that schedule a test
2: you have 11 and a half hours left of your quarantine
1: yes i did time myself by the way um okay. just to kind of like make sure that i'm okay uh so uh so yeah I'm um, i'm 11 hours left of this 72 hour quarantine and i think by the time this thing is over i think i'm probably probably gonna go back to work today. Maybe probably. But yeah, that was that that's pretty much my situation where I'm in.
0: That's crazy.
1: In. I know. This straight nuts. Oh, straight man. nuts. <laughs> Wait, what time would it be from eleven hours Man. So yeah, I guess I could get back to I started. If yeah.
2: It was 12 hours.
1: Yeah.
2: It would be <clears throat> one ish. Yeah. So, probably I would say like
1: 12. Hours. Yeah. Looks like I might be going back to work today. Yep. But other than that, um, mentally, uh, I've been, I've been having ups and downs. Like I've been depressed and, um, I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes I've been depressed and I have my episodes here and there, but other than that, I have Jess here I have my roommate, Miles, I have, you know, the family here that's, that's been trying to like help me through this. Right it's tough like it really is tough like uh it's hard to really explain because i'm not used to like um talking up, talking about my feelings i've just been kind of like getting to that stage just like around this time of like last year um since i've been doing treatment or since i got out of doing treatment for my depression and anxiety but even at that it was hard well,
0: even when you it, it's scary because when you break down your walls for people and you already have like trust issues or like you know some traumas and everything like that it, it makes you 10 times more vulnerable and it's just and it's so hard to open up to people because of these trust issues because of these traumas and and it's it's a process it's a long process but I'm very proud of you that um that you're learning to open up more you know because usually when you know a lot of people bottle things up it bites them in the ass later you know
1: yeah yeah that is true and even like my men's group uh at church has been helping out too and it's it's even tough to be consistent doing that at times when I'm like majorly depressed and I'm trying to find ways to distract myself um and it's even it's like this whole quarantine made things difficult because I'm so used to physically going to see them, you know, at a, at church.
0: Right. Now and
1: you know, it's it's convenient but not convenient because like I could be chilling in my PJs or whatever, or sitting outside having some iced tea or eating some food, and I get a Zoom call, and we're all like chilling on Zoom and just chatting and talking but like i don't like zoom because for one it eats up my battery even when i'm charging my phone like zoom still eats my battery and it's like it's difficult to really enjoy myself because i feel like i'm always on the limit time time limit well so it's like i don't even use them
0: not for nothing but you know even though technology has been really great throughout all of this like sitting behind a screen and talking to your friends can only do so much you know Mm -hmm. and that's where you know a lot of people need that like sensation of being in person and being in the presence with another person you know and you can't get that with when you're just behind a screen
1: yeah exactly and
0: and it's just like and going back to what you said earlier like with wanting to do things that you know with, um, you know, doing like healthy coping mechanisms. Like in one of our other takes, we were talking about how Franklin would go to the movies or something or the mall to, as a healthy coping mechanism if he was feeling down. Like to me, it's like now we are so limited to do what we would normally do to mentally help ourselves because so many mm-hmm. things are closed and it's just a matter of making figuring out how to make the most of what we have and it's hard to because it's so limited.
1: It is. Like, sorry, excuse me. I uh, so apologize for that. You're good. It's kind of, but, Um, like, you were saying, like, I can't go to the, like, I literally can't go to the mall because the malls are shut down, the malls are closed. And even at that, they're, like, even when cities or, or states or, like, different things are going to open back up, they're going to limit it access uh they're gonna they're gonna limit people's access to get there um so it's it's probably still gonna be even more difficult to do that now too because even more before like the whole state got shut down or like different states got shut down and phased into the red zone like some stores around here weren't allowing like 20 or 30 people to even come in that's crazy like first like, first, like it was like 150 Or, like, certain businesses would allow, like, 20 or 30 people, 35 the most. And then it went down to, like, 24 or 10 or 15. Wow. And then it went down to, like, none. And then stores started closing. So, like, it's it's going to be hectic going back into, like, the yellow phase, the green phase, completely being open again. Because, like, it's going to be like, everybody's going to be bunched up together now, because they want to get out, because they're so quarantined in. Right. And I know, like, I've been having cabin fever, like, I want to go out, and I'm going to go to the movies, like, I want to see a good movie. Like, I had plans on seeing, like, four movies that were going to be released this year that I was, I had planned on seeing, like, I was about to pre-order tickets for Fast and Furious 9 until, like, they were like oh like you know shooting has stopped or like production have stopped on these movies and release dates are has been pushed back to these movies and I'm like are you serious like it really sucks
0: yeah and like I I can kind of relate where you're coming from like in regards to you like wanting to go to the mall and everything like for me your mall is my Is my beach (laughs) because the beach to me is kind of like my safe haven, it's my place to de stress and everything. But I went to the beach earlier, and um, it was just it wasn't the same because uh, you know, like I mentioned earlier, like a lot of people weren't wearing masks, a lot of people weren't social distancing, and you know, I couldn't relax because it's just like it's so anxiety inducing, and and it's hard when you're in a place that you feel that it's kind of your safe haven where you feel that it's anxiety inducing. Like that's a lot to take in, you know. And now that um, parks are opening up in New Jersey and everything, it's just people are going out and they're thinking that like they they're treating it as if quarantine isn't even over, which is just going to prolong it. And it's just it's a lot. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it is a lot, and it's definitely an anxiety boosting type of like situation because like you don't want to be near nobody and not knowing if they have any you know symptoms of the coronavirus and not even wearing a mask. That's like passing around a cold when when you're standing next to somebody at a at a store in a line and somebody's coughing near you. Tense up like crazy. Right. So that situation is is a lot more. Uh, stressed. It's it's stressed a lot more. So I definitely Uh see where you're coming from.
0: It definitely is. Like it. It's just, Mm -hmm. you know, just being so. When you, you know, I don't even know what I'm saying. But I guess like to add to the mix, if you're somebody who is dealing with like mental illness in the middle of the quarantine. And your healthy coping mechanisms are like going to the beach or going to the mall or going on a walk with your friends. It's like, you can't even do that because you're so isolated. And it's just, it impacts you even more and it just makes it even harder.
1: Exactly. And honestly, I've been, I've been tempted to give like, uh, I'm, I'm on Twitter. And I follow, like, a couple, like, suicide prevention, like, accounts, whatever. And they got the uh, the crisis hotline, text line, whatever. They have something like that. And I'm kind of, I was kind of tempted on texting them to see, like, how it is, especially when I get, like, on a, like, a, a, a down day. Like, if right. I'm not unable to talk, talk to Jess or anybody around the house, i was going to use that as a last resort. But, like, I I did some research before I even did it, but they were saying, like, how, like, the, the time, it's a time limit, like, up to 15 minutes, but I'm, like, I don't need, like, I need more than, like, 15 minutes just to text somebody and kind of, like, get out, like, what I need to get out in that moment, you know, so I just kind of was, like, you know what, I'm just going to pass and just not waste my time with it so that was kind of discouraging and and frustrating even more so kind of like
0: I can imagine well because it's like it it almost feels like you're being left in the dark at that point you know
1: exactly exactly and my job they have a, a thing at my job where it's called like the care network and they they help you out with a lot too they have a lot of good benefits like they can help you out financially uh, give you like some pointers on how to be more you know financially stable in a time like this uh, mentally they can help you and find I don't I don't know if they can help you physically like punch you in a direction and getting like you know to a gym because all gyms and stuff are, are, are closed because they're not technically deemed essential right but I, I called them a couple of times and like the person that I talked to was so monotone. It's like you're not even help. Ha- like your tone of your voice can't even fully give me the reassurance that you're trying to help me, or like make me feel even better.
0: Well, this is the thing when, and this is because, in case if you guys didn't know, I'm an aspiring clinical psychologist. I just got my bachelor's degree in psychology and everything. And when you are supposed to be counseling somebody, you're supposed to have show you know a sense of being genuine towards somebody instead of monotonous because um they actually talked about this in my intro to counseling class because when you are very monotonous it's almost like you're putting like a wall or like a barrier between the patient and the counselor so Mm -hmm. (laughs) all these they may not be doing their damn job right if they're talking all monotonous to you because that just shows a lack of empathy and it's like if you're not in it for the sake of helping someone then what are you in it for you know
1: what I mean Right, I totally get it it's tough um I can't even like I I feel like I can't even enjoy like a conversation with a a counselor quote-unquote without feel like I'm being judged or like being like talked down to or even things like that because like and on top of that I'm tired of like Opening up to a different person about how I've been treated when I was growing up, things that I've went through when I was growing up, things you know, like people said to me, and and just you know,
2: don't become a serial killer.
1: No, I won't. I promise I won't. <laughs> it's it's tough.
2: Doesn't I'll just wind up being your partner and crime?
1: That's that's totally not okay. <laughs> I was about to say that's okay, that's fine, but no, I don't. I don't think that's will
0: You two are
2: going to rope being partner in crime.
0: I understand where you're coming from, though, because like, listen, I've jumped from therapist to therapist, I've jumped from psychiatrist to psychiatrist, and Mm. let me tell you, it does get tiring having to repeat yourself of like your past history and everything like that, and it's and it makes it even harder when it, let alone like it's a stranger. And you're opening up basically to a stranger about a whole lot of personal things that you might have never even told other people before. So I understand where you're coming from. But um, I guess like the light at the end of the tunnel through this all is that these people are supposed to be are training to be there for you. You know what I mean? But, yeah. you know, if you're calling crisis lines where people are just monotonous, then it's just like. It, it, that sounds like a lot <laughs> it sounds frustrating mm-hmm. I would be very frustrated
1: and I was and I just kind of like gave up on it I was like I'm done um yeah so that's that's basically where I'm at right now with all of this I don't even know what to really do I mean I, I know what to do I could definitely you know lean on Jess a lot more but I know she has a lot that she was going through and still kind of like going through. So I, I don't want to pick too much on her and things like that. And I know that I can call on you, but I know like you have a lot that you're going on and that that's going on in your life too. Like you guys had a graduation just recently. And I know how, like how stressful before like, your graduation was because I know like things were like so up in the air for you all. So I definitely commend you both for, like, having, like, the the mentality of still pushing through, and, um, thank you, yeah, like,
0: let me tell you something, though, like, it, it, being the class of 2020 right now is really hard, like, you know, in our other attempts to try to do the podcast, I told you, I told Franklin earlier that this weekend, this past weekend would have been my brother's prom weekend, and, Mm -hmm. Sunday Jess and I would have been walking across the stage getting our diplomas and everything I mean later, luckily we do have a later in-person date which is in December but yeah. it's just there's something about the fact that you know we weren't like things aren't happening when they were supposed to and it's just like this whole quarantine thing just mm-hmm. basically stopped everyone in their tracks and and it really does something to you when your senior year is cut short, when you're looking forward to a lot of, you know, last memories that you can make and everything like that. And, and, you know, and, and it's just, it's just really hard because it's just, it, it just, it's not like that it came out of nowhere. I mean, it kind of did, but it's like, but it, but it just hold like it stops you, you, it halts your life, you know, to a stop. And, um, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot to deal with being somebody in the class of 2020 right now, whether you're a college senior or a high school senior. And, you know, I guess the main mentality to have, have, though, is that, you know, we have, this is something that we can look back on and realize, wow, I made it through that really tough time, even though I didn't get to celebrate my last senior moments and everything like that. Um, You know, it's just it's just a matter of taking what you can get at this point because things are so limited. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I don't even know where to start. Like, it's just, it sucks, man. It it really sucks.
2: This year's the epitome of you get what you get and you don't get upset. Yeah, pretty much.
1: But I don't um, know how I would feel if I was in your guys' situation. I've, like I thought about it but like I I don't think I could handle that 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 amount of uncertainty you know cuz there was a lot of things uncertain for you all so and that was like the start of like spring break so yeah. like, expecting to like even enjoy like your spring break was kind of like oh bet like now we got an extended spring break that's awesome oh wait hold on uh this is a bit too long of a spring break so yeah we're going back to school then damn back to school and then damn oh my god what's going on like oh my god what about graduation
0: Oh exactly my
1: god, graduation? like it went from like zero to 100
0: exactly it's just like it, it just the way it escalated was just ridiculous and you know And, you know, it sucks because the last few memories I'm going to have of the college that Jess and I went to is going to be of the pandemic, which is like a heartbreaking thing to think about, you know, like, you know, typically when people leave high school or when they leave college and go on to the next chapter of their lives, they think of all those old senior memories that they had for their last time. But we didn't even get that. And that just makes it so much harder. And, you know, and it's been hitting me hard today about all the stuff that we're missing out on, all the stuff that could have been or should have been. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's better to maintain the mindset of this is happening. I need to find a way to get through this so I survive. And, you know, and that's not to say that you can't feel through the emotions because, you know, obviously you have to feel through the emotions and the frustration of the situation and the sadness of the situation. But But all you can do is just take what you can get, you know, Oh, yeah. And just make the most of it. And I know that's so cliche, but that's literally all you can do, especially when you're so limited.
1: That is true. And being limited is like an unbearable an, an unbearable feeling to have, especially when you feel like you have like an unlimited amount of like resources, uh, people to lean on, and you can't even, like, lean on, like, your closest family member or, like, your school to help guide you through, like, a pandemic like this. Because not a lot of people been through this, you know? Right. Or uh,
2: those that have been through something similar to this uh, are all dying. Yeah. And, like, there's no guidebook
0: as to how to deal with something as serious of a pandemic as this is. And it's just, like... It's a learning process for everybody. It It's a big learning process.
1: It is a learning process. Like, I've never seen anything this crazy up until, like, um, I would say maybe
2: 9-11.
0: Right.
1: Where, like, everything stopped, you know? Like... It was like sports, like all sports stopped, like malls were closed, things like that. And it's like, it's kind of reminding me of the same thing when nine eleven had happened, like you couldn't book a plane anywhere, like you couldn't go nowhere.
2: Oh, I don't remember that. No? Uh-uh. uh-uh. Well, hey, yeah, I was nine or four. Wow. I was four. I'm like, yes, there was no way in hell you were nine. <laughs> No, it's uh, no. I was four, and I I was still in kind of sort of the infantile amnesia phase. I remember.
0: I actually remember the day that nine eleven happened, because I, I was I, I was at it. um, I was at my uh, kindergarten school or whatever, and all of a sudden um, the teachers had us go outside and wait for our parents to pick us up. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And my mom like came there. And at the time, cause she was with my, she was uh, married to my dad at the time. Mm-hmm. And my dad actually worked in the city and he saw it happen. Mm. And um, so she was really worried about my dad and frazzled and everything. So she picked me up early from school and we went home and Uh, since from there on I didn't remember much but what my mom Mm -hmm. told me is because my dad worked in the city he came home with a bunch of ashes on him and Mm -hmm. everything and smelling like burnt and and it was just so scary but I definitely feel like this is the scariest thing that's happened since then
1: yeah I can definitely agree to that statement for sure Definitely. I was in when last thing I remember, mostly what I remember about 9 11. I was in second, second grade, I think. And we were in science class and we were learning like how like smoking could damage the lungs. You were was, about yeah. About 10, 10 or 11, 12, okay. 13, 18, 19, 20. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, <laughs>
2: y'all can't see him, but I'm smacking his face.
1: <laughs> we were learning how like smoking can damage the lungs, and our science teacher created like this little project of like he he. I don't know how he got a cigarette in the school, but he lit a cigarette out in the window, and he I forgot how like he was using something, and he was pumping the lungs, and he was pumping the smoke inside this like tube thing but like the smoke was turning, somehow like the thing that he had made like the, the tube turn like smoke turned black or something like that. that? And then like he, uh, we got like, we got a call over the loudspeaker and they were explaining how like, um, it was like a, a major like catastrophe that happened downtown and that we were being dismissed early and we didn't need, needed to, like, leave the property, like, in on, in an orderly fashion. Like, if we had to take the bus, we had to wait for a while to take the bus home. But if you guys live near the school, which I live right around the corner from the school, literally less than five minutes away. So I literally walked home. And as I'm walking home, like, na- like kids around, like, my neighborhood were nowhere to be found. Like, I, I've... Did not see anybody it was an eerie feeling like i didn't even hear airplanes flying around no no helicopters or anything and it was like dead quiet and normally my block isn't like that at all like you hear like a lot of kids a lot of cars going up and down the street whatever right um,
2: to this day
1: yeah yeah and i uh i turned on the news And as i'm watching the news uh, i literally see like the second plane hit the power and right there that literally like scared the hell out of
2: me all of my memories of that day are second second version memories they're not even my own that i can think of and it's because my dad one of the biggest things was like i know i was with my mom i was home from school uh, my dad wanted to go because at the time he was a firefighter, and he wanted to go be with his brothers and, like, fight fires with them. And my mom was, like, straight up, like, I said, go no ass down. you got a kid and a wife. Fuck no.
1: So, we all remember it differently, but that right there even seems, like, scary. Well, I could have lost your father's back in that you know, situation. That's well, scary. that's,
2: and um, and it's actually even scarier because my dad taught, actually tested to be a New York firefighter and he yeah. got five thousand twenty five before the, they cut the list at five thousand,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which was right before nine eleven. yeah I
1: mean. so if he did, oh
2: wow, if he hadn't and he only failed one test by a couple milliseconds. if he hadn't failed that one test, mm-hmm. he might have been in the five thousand. yeah, but he could have been five thousand or mm-hmm. he could have been higher up. and he could have. Been in New York, and my entire life could have been different. That's crazy.
1: Yes. yes. And as it's it's strange because like as we're getting older, this is something that we can tell our children about what we've been through, you know. And who knows? Yeah. If another pandemic like this will ever happen? Oh God,
2: I hope not.
1: Like I, I hope not either. And I know like. All of us joke around like, "Oh, this is like freaking Hunger Games. This is like Philly's like District Thirteen, Jersey's like District."
2: Yeah, (laughs) murder hornets, which are essentially tracker jackers, basically, because they can kill you if you they sting it Sometimes they don't sting, and then die. Like a lot of these, they keep stinging and stinging and stinging and stinging until you're dead true aka tracker jackers
1: side note they're actually supposed to be making a prequel to hunger games and oh yeah impressed. i heard
2: about that
1: yeah well, that's just a side speaking
2: note. of like other sides of the story to like different movies and stuff they have a novella i think about edward's version of twilight Oh my god. Yep. I
1: think Mm -hmm. it's
2: called like Midnight Sun.
0: Yeah, it's a book that's coming out soon. Yeah.
2: But it's all
1: Edward's point of view. Like, freaking Twilight wasn't Edward's point of view in the first place. But, yeah. Oh, speaking of like movies or whatever. They're actually bringing Hamilton to uh, Disney Plus soon. I
0: know. I want to see it so bad, but I don't have Disney Plus.
1: I better. Re- I don't remember my password and username. Mm-hmm.
2: Maybe
1: we can share Victoria. Yeah. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't oh know when God. it's going to be on. But... July third.
2: Oh,
1: July third. Okay, then yeah. Whatever I, I can do. I your can...
2: friend who your are letting use it anyway aren't we using it really to begin with.
1: Yeah, that is kind of true. Or so
2: you can boot them off. Yeah. You can change your password.
1: Okay. That is true.
2: Change the password.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I know your username, so just change the password and give the new password to me and Tori. True. Okay. Yeah. Oh, thank you. You can watch that you. Mm-hmm. Because then you can watch Frozen too.
0: That's very true. We, maybe we could do like a Zoom call together or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe we could do like a Zoom call. That'd be
1: fun. Yeah. Oh, speaking about Zoom calls, Messenger has a thing called uh, Rooms. Where they, you can host like a watch party. You can listen to music on there. You can do karaoke. Things like that. So I think I want to do that one day. When we're not too busy.
0: Oh, my God. That would be so much fun. I I didn't even know that. Is that, yeah, like, a new feature?
1: Yeah. yeah. I didn't Jinx. even know until you owe me a soda. Can I uh, owe you
2: a kiss? I'm broke. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, you're going to owe me a kiss. Okay. Okay.
2: When we're done this, I'll give you a kiss.
1: Okay. Perfect. And, um, yeah, they got a new called th- Uh rooms or something like that, messenger rooms or whatever and i was looking at it earlier about two two or three days ago and i was like hey this is a nice little feature i, like I could be one day with, with you all you know either shoot a podcast or have like the uh <laughs> event going on or whatever for you know the listeners and stuff like right. that. And even for you guys because I always loved doing karaoke, and I haven't done karaoke since December, maybe even.
2: Yeah, because you called me drunk.
1: Yeah, I did. So it, it might have been around like December, early December. you was fun. No, it's not.
2: Yes, it you laugh. laugh. I, I love your laugh. What the fuck?
1: I hate my, hey, geez. <laughs> Are you drunk over there cursing me out? No. Gosh. I have. I, I have, have no
2: alcohol in my system.
1: I have clean ears listening to this podcast. Okay. Poop. Jeez. Puff poop. My aunt listens to this podcast.
2: I'm pretty sure she knows I swear.
1: No, she doesn't. Huh. You want to break her old
2: heart? <laughs> she already calls me daughter, and so. You want to
1: break her little heart? Just, mm. <laughs> just, just. I can't believe you. Just
2: like the times I've, uh... She
1: thinks you're an angel.
2: I am. mm say anything
1: else that's another episode <laughs> no it is not
2: we will not be airing any of that out thank you very much
1: that's gonna be another episode no it's not how do you know
2: i'm nixing it in the butt
1: i got a control of this podcast we have control of our podcast
2: <laughs> either way i say no
1: anyways so i forgot what i was about to say yeah so anyway we can do like maybe a a, a karaoke hmm. party one day whatever yeah.
0: That would actually be pretty fun. I'm like, I'm in Messenger right now. I'm just trying to figure out how you would uh, do that.
1: So actually go to Facebook. So once you go to mm-hmm. your Facebook app, um, just below or where just above. Post. Yeah, just above or below where you post. You're going to see like your friends and it, it's kind of going to look like Messenger. You're going to see their profile picture, but you're going to see a little green dot
0: and a box. Uh, I'm on right. it on or, my laptop, so but, I don't
1: I don't see that. Uh, uh, I don't know what it looks like on on the desktop version because I don't have a laptop here.
2: You do. It just takes five ever to boot up.
1: Yeah, that is true.
2: And it makes a really loud noise.
1: Yeah, I need a new laptop by the way, or someone to look at the laptop. We're trying to pull right. it up now, and just give us a moment.
2: So if you're using the app, um, right under where you post like what's on your mind, a live video, photo, or though there's another button called room and you like create it. And yeah. Music video. And you just create See, I
0: it might be different because you guys have the Android version. I have the iPhone version of it.
2: Hmm, That is true.
0: Life event, posts, photos,
1: select category. And and it's not coming up on uh, your desktop either? Okay, so when you get a chance, just look up on like whatever search engine you use, Facebook Rooms uh, on Apple. And it should, like, be able to uh, instruct you. Yeah, like, Facebook Facebook rooms on iPhone. And it should be able to instruct you on how to do that, how to, like, access the rooms or so.
0: Oh, you have to do it in the Messenger app on your phone, not the Facebook app for iPhones. Yeah.
1: Oh, Okay. downstairs sorry <laughs> i tried to get your attention before you walk over on the other side sorry
2: so many
1: it's okay but yeah if if we ever uh ever get a chance to do that um you can even do it through that if you want to like do the uh the watch yeah party that'd be for, like, great to know whatever I think it would be. Absolutely. It would be awesome. And since you probably got a lot of time on your hands now, since you're not really... Well, actually,
0: um, so I don't know if I told you guys this, but my mom is actually moving uh, June 1st. So I've been, I mean, pretty oh. much after tomorrow, I should be set because all we have to worry about mm. it right now, packing up the house, is finishing up my room and the bathroom's. Um, so I, and I have most of my rooms packed up and every, most of my room packed up and everything. So I'm literally going to be finishing that tomorrow. So I should have more free time after tomorrow, but like, I will be helping my mom, um, take stuff to the new house and everything or to the new apartment and everything. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, so so, so, uh, my mom is moving around like 30 to 40 minutes away from where we're currently at. Um, she only has a one-bedroom apartment, though, okay. so we're mainly going to be living with our dad. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's going to be, so, okay. like, for me, what I like about this, because when, because um, what we normally used to do, like, before this whole pandemic happened and everything, we would spend one week with dad, then one week with mom. Yeah. and it, it was just constantly back and forth. I didn't mind it, but after a while, it just got kind of old, so it's going to be nice and to be, like, settled in one place, you know? So.
1: True, true.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. It'd be nice. Well, Thank the you. Move goes well for you all. And not... You're welcome. You're welcome. Let
0: me tell you something, though. It's been very stressful because this is actually the second move that I'm going through <laughs> This year, because earlier in January my dad moved and everything, and then um, and and then on top of my mom's move, uh, Jess and I need to go back to the dorms to get our stuff because they're having us move out and everything.
2: Oh, that'll be your third move. <laughs> it's a oh lot. No. Oh like Because it's just hitting me. Let me be. I'm also tired. Okay. Heck off.
1: Okay, you want some monster?
2: No, Enjoy. I don't drink energy drinks. Yeah,
1: it's not really an it's a juice. I, I mean, don't drink
2: a, monster,
1: it's an energy juice.
2: I don't drink monster. Sure? I'm absolutely positively sure. No <laughs>
1: further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> no, but go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: Huh? Marco I I know. Know. <laughs> it was
1: just like an awkward silence I don't know if you heard oh I'm I was
0: saying sure you can still talk <laughs> Sorry. No. yeah so you're talking about so,
1: moving.
0: yeah it's so so far basically I've had since January I'm gonna have three different moves <laughs> if you include the moving out of the dorm a move. Uh, so it, it's a lot like Ugh, true. and then on t- so what sucks is you know this semester just ended and um so between now and my summer class and when my summer class starts I only have two weeks of a break and but most most mm-hmm. of those two weeks well, I'm, I'm going me. to be helping my mom move and moving out of my dorm <laughs> so I don't really have a break
1: So wow. yeah. So it good. it is
0: what it is, honestly. You know, like and, and you know, if I can handle four online classes at once, I can handle one. Like that'll be a breeze. So I, I'm just yeah, like, you know what? Really I you gotta do what you gotta do at this point. Like that's my mindset.
1: Yeah. Yeah, basically you gotta you gotta do it. It's true. Well, it was. It's been real. I truly appreciate our late that we spend together, chatting and talking. Gonna
2: I miss, miss you. you too.
1: I miss Aww, doing drum sims with
2: you. Me too. And Mikey. Drunk, Sims, and Mikey is always a fun time. We should do a yeah, podcast totally. together sometime.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, both have a Definitely do it.
2: It's just now a matter of finding the time where I'm not working and she's not doing I school. I mean, work. now that
0: I have, now that I'll have this online, one online class, I should be fine, so...
2: Yeah, but uh, I'm taking an oh online class, damn. too, and I'm working still, so. I'm sure
0: we'll find some time at some yep. point. So. Yeah.
1: Definitely get your podcast, like, going. Because y'all, y'all are both come up with some crazy stuff without even, like, having, like, a sketch or anything like that, y'all both were, like, <laughs> just, crazy in general. Yeah.
2: I have to be careful of what I say, because his aunt listens. Yes. Hi, Aunt Pat.
1: Tis some, I. Someone numbers from H- Well,
2: I don't know them personally, do That's I? Okay. So, I only know your Aunt Pat, so until I meet them personally, they don't get shout-outs. Whatever.
1: Um, <laughs> okay like what I don't know what you're talking about Anyways, love, you. <laughs> love you too <laughs> boo well guys we appreciate y'all sticking around for shenanigans at this late hour in a special episode of like Franklin I want to definitely appreciate and thank you all especially my two special guests I just want and, problem.
2: and the other one <laughs> Of Angel.
1: Yeah. Too bad Angel couldn't continue along with the uh, podcast. My mom's just being a butt. But next time, we we'll are definitely include Angel in a, in, in a future episode, for sure. You just got to do it early enough. Yeah, that's true. But we, gotta, we, we actually have a uh, – we're creating or constructing an episode with me and Angel coming up yeah. in the future. Um, So we just gotta finish. That might be
2: on our podcast specifically.
1: Yeah. More, yeah, right? yeah. So that that might be for another time and in, in place. But on that note, thank you Tori for uh, oh, calling in. Thank you for having me. Out. Spend some time. You with you. time love you and... too. I
2: love
1: you. All right, guys. We love you. And y'all have a great night. Stay healthy, stay
2: safe and sane,
1: safe and sane, and hydrated too. Drink some water and don't gain the quarantine <laughs> 15. <If that's... laughs>
2: I've already surpassed that. I'm probably more on the quarantine 40. Oh, gosh.
1: Well, guys, on that note, we love you. Uh, peace, love
2: and chicken grease
1: some chicken grease eat some chicken eat some protein
2: All right, bye bye
1: bye